Good evening and hope you had an awesome day. You know what? I've been thinking a lot about this Kadima concept that we've been speaking about the past two days because it's pretty powerful and also quite practical in many areas. And in fact, just last night, I thought of another application for it. See, last night, Sharon and I hosted about, uh, I think, 10, 11 young couples who recently moved or are moving into our area, most of them planning on getting involved with the shul that I'm the rabbi of. It's a big merit. They're great couples and families. And I think the idea of finding a shul actually could also make use of this Kadima idea. See, first, and not for now to discuss, I just want to put it out there that while many shuls might be dying, I do believe that the value inherent in a shul is still of extreme importance. There is no other institution that is there for a family and creates real community over a lifetime and for every stage of life, like a shul does. And if done well, that's the key. And with people who have the right perspective, it is a goldmine. But we can talk about that another time. What I want to speak about tonight is that I find that there is a big problem inherent in how people decide if a shul works for them. See, they often either live in the Kadima stage and say, forget it, let's move forward to another model altogether. And they live or in the Kedem stage. Namely, this is how shul operated over the past 80 years, and this is the way it's going to continue to be. But once again, I think this balance of Kadima and Kedem is so key. Yes, listen, a shul needs to be forward-thinking, understand its constituents, and meet them with relevant inspiration at where they are with a warm, welcoming community. But at the same time, it needs to also be tethered to its Kedem, to its heritage, to the values and tradition that it represents and has been faithful to for hundreds of years. But the biggest mistake, I believe, that people make when it comes to shuls is that they often continue to go to the shul where, let's say, their grandparents belong, yet at the same time, they find it to be meaningless and dry, uninspiring, all the while thinking that this is honoring the past when, in fact, it's not doing anything to strengthen or enrich their future. And I've often thought if these people could ask their grandparents where they would want them to go, to a place that used to be the place for their grandparents who found fulfillment in their generation even though they themselves no longer find it meaningful at all in the next generation, or to a shul that they can connect to now just like their grandparents did connect to the shul that they chose, a place which nurtures now their neshama and their desire for Jewish connection, even though it's a different location, but it's the same type of institution. I'm pretty certain that the latter would be the shul of choice that their grandparents would hope for their grandchildren. That is Kadima and Kedem, moving forward to find a spiritual home that nourishes one's neshama, just like in the past, the previous generation found a place that nourished theirs. It doesn't need to see be the same place, but it needs to nourish the same values. That is what belonging to any shul community should be, and what the next generation should be integral in building, because it is really important, and because it is so possible. And so on that note, have an awesome night, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.